Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another awesome episode. This one is going to be good, I promise you. Of the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. You got to pay attention to this one because you're going to learn some really really simple but deadly stuff in a good way. I think I could say that. But first of all, guys, check out realestateinvestingmastery.com our website. And if you haven't, you've got to get our fast cash survival kit that Alex and I put together. It's all about how we wholesale deals that have equity and deals that don't have equity. We talk about our marketing, how we use virtual assistants, the systems and tools that we use. It's pretty cool. So check it out. Also, please leave a review in iTunes. If you like the show, I ask you kindly to leave a review in iTunes. Say what you like about it. And uh, we'd really appreciate it. We're getting a lot of good reviews there. And uh, I read those all the time. So I appreciate that. Got a special guest today. His name is Brent Daniels. Brent, where do you live? I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Ah, that's right. I knew that. And so Brent came to me highly recommended by a mutual friend of ours, Tom Kroll. Tom Kroll is a beast. Every book that he recommends, and it's about a couple every week, <laughs> I buy on Kindle and uh, read it, and I'm like, wow, it's a great book. What's well, funny, though, i got to give him a hard time. I've recommended two or three books to him, and he's not read them yet. But um, it's probably because his, he just, just he's a voracious reader. He's a good friend of mine, and... Uh, Tom and Brent have been working together for for probably a little while now, and uh, Tom said you got to get Brent on the call on the podcast. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to you, Brent. How are you, man? I am doing excellent, Joe. It is exciting to uh, to be able to to speak to your audience. It's a uh, it's an incredible incredible podcast. I've listened to it for geez, 18 months now. I think so. Uh, really excited excited nice. to be here. How long have you been yeah. in the business doing deals? I have been doing deals since um, 2010. Okay. I got I, I, I got my real estate license back in 2004 and just did a lot of traditional business here in Phoenix. And then after the crash, after 2008, when the world ended, yeah. <laughs> I got into purchasing properties at the trustee auctions here in Phoenix and uh, doing really lipstick fix and flips. You know what I mean? It was it was a time when you could buy a, a track home with stucco and tile roofs and put ten grand into it and and make some decent uh, profits and then you know all of the big the big money came in and and uh, kind of flushed us little guys out so um, yeah nice and so mm -hmm. when did you kind of start wholesaling as as you're doing now sure it was it was um, in 2014. I really didn't have uh, just doing traditional business. I knew that investors in specific neighborhoods here in Phoenix were were really getting on the big time fix and flip train. And so they were looking for older properties on big lots in great neighborhoods here in central Phoenix. So I just went out and started started door knocking those people. 
And that's kind of how I got introduced to wholesaling. It was it was actually by mistake. I um, I, I I door knocked on a property. I got the property. Um, I, I brought the property to an investor. The investor says, "Yeah, you know what? If you get this under contract, I'll pay you three percent." And I was like, "Oh man, this is it. This is too easy. This is easy money." Who were you knocking on doors of? Uh, just just properties that 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 needed some love in good neighborhoods. So um, okay. there's there's areas in in town here in Phoenix that are just great great neighborhoods that back in the day back in the 50s and 60s they built you know 1100 to 1300 square foot houses on very large lots and they're perfect for value add properties so that's where you go and you either bulldoze the house and build a brand new one or you add square footage to it so that was kind of the bread and butter of the time so you're knocking yeah. on doors yeah, I was knocking on doors. So I got a property under contract, just just knocking on the door, talking to the homeowner, and I brought it to my investor, and my investor said that they'd give me 3%. So where I get the closing statement, it has to go through my brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at it and the there's a different there's a different name on the buyer line, right? Oh. And the settlement <laughs> statement, and down below there's something called an assignment fee. For thirty thousand uh-huh. dollars, and so I called. I called up my investor and I said, "What? What? Uh, what? What's going on here?" He goes, "Oh, don't worry about it. I uh, I just sold I, I sold the contract to a buddy of mine. He does a lot of business in that area for thirty thousand dollars." I said, "You sold the house? How do you sell a house you don't even own?" And he goes, "No, no, 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 no. I just sold the the contract. I, I sold the right to buy the property." And I was like, what am I doing? I got 3%. This guy got 30000 He made one phone call. So that was kind of my introduction into the world of wholesaling. Well, that sounds illegal to me. That sounds like it's illegal, immoral, and fattening. How can you make that much money on a deal? Right. Well, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> the, the, the right to purchase a property. You know, once you once you get the property under contract, you have the right to sell yeah. that contract. So, it's a uh, it's a you know, it's so pretty many simple people, process. When they hear that for the first time, they automatically mm-hmm. think, "Oh, that must be illegal." Oh, I, I mean, thought the same thing. Yeah, especially yeah, realtors on the realtor the side of things, right? Absolutely. So I talked to my broker and my broker goes, yeah, that's absolutely, you know, the contracts are assignable here in the state of Arizona. And um, well, I was what? just shocked. Let me clarify mm-hmm. this. The contracts yeah. are assignable in every single state in the United States unless it says on the contrary on the contract. Every yeah. And this yeah, is this, this frustrates me to no end. And I'll get off my soapbox here in a minute. You know, when you get these stupid realtors, brokers, property managers, attorneys that tell you you can't do that, you know, or you can't assign contracts and make that much money. Like, okay, where does it say that? Every contract is assignable unless the contract says you can't assign it. And so, whatever. You can assign and sell the contract for whatever price you want. You could sign the contract for $1,000 million if you want. All right, Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, and you're right. There is a lot of kickback from traditional agents. They just have no idea what it means. So it's it's been interesting, but um, it's been good. All right, so that was 2014, is that right? 2014, yeah. So as I um, as I was knocking on doors, I would get the phone numbers for the uh, property owner from tenants, from the caretakers of huh. properties down the street. So I just, you know, I I picked up the phone and I would call these people, 
And really, honestly, Joe, it was it, it's magical. It is magical what happens when you pick up a phone and you talk to a person, right? Oh, I so can't, I, I can't wait to talk about this. This <laughs> yep. and, and and this is the uh, TTP method. This is the TTP method. Yeah, we have a motto <laughs> in um, you know the Rhino Tribe with uh, with Tom Kroll of TTP, which is talk to people, and um, literally it's just that. It is literally waking up every day with the intention of finding a deal by being proactive, dialing the phone, getting homeowners on the phone, uh, that and finding their motivation and getting them a contract. I, I'm telling you, Brent, you have you, you're you're speaking my love language here. Because, and that's kind of weird. I shouldn't have said that. That sounds, really, <laughs> that sounds really weird. But that's good. You can't. People are so afraid to pick up that phone. They think it's a cactus. You know, they're they they want to automate everything, right? They want to get. They want to do everything but actually talk to sellers. But what if Brent? I want to start a revolution, and yep. and if I were to ever write like a, a manifesto something like really serious. It would be just that. Like if, if you could talk to five sellers a day, what kind of difference would that make in your business over like two to three months? Huge. What, what kind of difference would that make? I mean, you have, I'm telling to everybody, I'm speaking to everybody right now, you have no excuses to not do deals right now in this market. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care how hot the market is or like how competitive it is. Or if you're in a small city or a big city, you have zero excuses. You can go online and find literally hundreds or thousands of phone numbers right now of landlords, of homeowners, of realtors, of property managers. And what if you could just pick up the phone and call five people a day? Okay, that's the end of the podcast. There you go. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> See ya. Yep, that was good. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Joe, it, it's it's incredible. We started out just hand dialing, and now we're to the point where we're talking to uh, two hundred owners a day. Mm-hmm. So it has it just exploded our business, and uh, we've had the opportunity. Last year, we talked to just under seventy thousand homeowners. Oh, awesome. uh, we made nine hundred thousand calls, and we uh, did just over. We did a million eighty. A million dollars, a million eighty-seven thousand three ninety-five, from June sixteen to June seventeen, just from cold calling. Now, is that profit? What do you mean, million? Yeah, that's an assignment fees. Assignment fees. So over one million dollars. Since when again? June two thousand sixteen to June two thousand seventeen. I'm just going with the most current numbers. Mm-hmm. So over the last twelve months, you've made over a million dollars in assignment fees from deals or wholesaling fees, right? Yeah. And what percentage of those deals were from the cold calling? That's just our cold calling deals. (laughs) That's 100% cold calling deals. Yeah. Uh, Now, okay, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Sure. Um, Here I am talking about just I'm pushing people to talk to five sellers a day, and you're talking to like 200 a day. So you – there's uh, there's different kinds of sellers you can talk to, right? I mean like – you we'll talk about how you're getting phone numbers and some of the tools that you're using. But, um, I, you know, I, every time I do a coaching call, I ask, I do a poll, I use go to webinar. It has this poll feature and I ask people in there, how many offers did you make in the last week? And, you know, I, I, I this is, if you want to know why I have hardly any hair, it, this is why <laughs> 60% typically 60% will say zero. And, um, 
20 to 40% will say one to five in the last week. And, and I, you know, I'm super nice about it and I'm not a jerk, but I say, listen, guys, it's simple, super simple. You're, uh, you can't do deals unless you make offers and you can't make offers unless you talk to sellers and you can't talk to sellers unless you do your marketing. So you're, you need to make it as a goal to make at least three to five offers a day, which means you've got to start talking to sellers. And I, I don't know what is blocking people from doing this. And I understand mindset's really important. I understand that um, it's important to have a rhino attitude. And by the way, this book that, that Brent just mentioned, it, The Rhino Tribe, everybody out there should right now stop and get this book called Rhinoceros Success. Really good book. It'll take you a half hour to an hour to read it. But anyway... You could read all the books you want and you could get the positive, the best positive mindset in the world. But unless you're actually out there starting to talk to sellers, you're not going to have any success. And um, if if you want to start, I mean, even if you just did a tenth of what Brent is talking about here and just made $100,000 in the last 10 months, 12 months, and if he's dialing 200 a day, 10% of that is 20 a day, 20 sellers a day. All right. So Brent, what made you figure this out? Like, why did you, everybody is doing direct mail. Everybody's complaining that uh, direct mail doesn't work anymore. How did you figure out like this whole cold calling thing? And, and why did you think, you know what, I'm going to start doing this? Sure. Well, my approach always was to be on offense. So I, I am the type, Joe, that sending out mail or having incoming calls come to me gives me a little bit of anxiety. And that sounds totally crazy for the business that we're in and the life that I chose here. But when I have incoming calls, you know, I worry uh, if I'm at the gym, you know, oh, do I have to take this call? If I'm driving, do I have to take this call? If I'm running around, do I have to take this call? And this is just starting out. This is this is not without a staff, right? This is not without somebody answering all the calls, sitting behind a desk. This is just starting out when you're sending out. So I sent out some, some direct mail and it was just I, I just felt like I had no control of my life and but I was also doing cold calls at the same time and I found if I time blocked three hours a day from nine to noon to just generate business to just make outbound calls don't take any other distractions then I was getting way more leads than I was from the direct mail approach so now you sound like a realtor yeah, for right sure. there yeah right no, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what they tr- that's what they pound into realtors, yeah. isn't it? Prospecting, yep. Yep. prospecting, time blocking, 3 hours a day prospecting. Yeah, they right, pound good. it in cuz it works. And and by the way, yeah. for 100 people that hear that, one person will take the advice. You know what I mean? So, it's there's really yep. I'm telling you Joe, the 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 market for being able to make calls as opposed to sending out the the market for being on offense versus defense is huge for your listeners out there. So yeah, we, we, we try to talk to as many people as possible and that's what kind of it, it evolved. It evolved from myself and my business partner, Dustin, uh, making calls on ourselves, uh, by ourselves to hiring, um, another guy to start making calls for us to trying to do it overseas with, with, uh, you know, a whole call center. That was a disaster. 
to now bringing it back in-house here where we have local American callers making unbelievable calls every single day, having great, great conversations. So that's kind of the evolution of it. It was Really, it was just to be proactive and be on offense and to be able to control our schedule, my schedule, because it's I was just not – I don't have the – the, the the crazy ADD ADHD that 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 I feel is required for all those incoming calls. Very good. I just did an interview yesterday with um, a good friend of mine, Gregory Hodges, and um, I know you've been saying you listen to some of my podcasts. Do you remember the one I did with Gregory with his F it philosophy? F it like I can't say the word. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? I. Uh, You'll have to remind me. Ah, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool guy. Yeah. Did a ton of direct mail. And then all of a sudden he did a huge campaign, like sent 10,000 postcards and only got 80 calls. And uh, got really nervous because that's the lowest response. That's less than 1%, right? And so he just started scratching his head and he looked at his database and he had 18,000 phone numbers. And he thought, you know what? I'm just going to start calling these old leads. And he hasn't done any direct mail in over a year now. And just calling old leads, his old leads, and then also now he's partnering, he's finding other wholesalers' old leads and just dialing them. And I don't even know if he's using a power dialer, an auto dialer or not, but I think this is a really important discussion to have right now for a lot of reasons. I mean, everybody should be doing calls like this, no matter what kind of condition the market is going in, up or down or sideways or what. But especially now, when the market is so uh, competitive. But um, all right, so can I ask you some questions, Brent, about how you're doing these dialing these calls? Absolutely. Okay. So what are what are some of the tools that you're using to make all these calls? So we use MojoCells.com, pretty popular, uh, very, very user-friendly dialing system uh, that helps us to be super, super efficient. It also helps us track the the amount of calls, the contacts, how many bad numbers we're talking to. So it, it really helps us to filter through our data that we're getting, data meaning the actual um, phone numbers for the homeowners. And um, we get we get our phone numbers through a company called LexisNexis. Uh, they are a skip tracing company. So we send in, we get an Excel file, we send it to them. They they send it back to us with uh, the uh, the phone numbers. And we've tried, Joe. We've tried everything. We've tried to get the 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 phone numbers way cheaper. Uh, we've tried to pay a flat fee to get all the numbers. If I could give your your audience advice on on getting phone numbers. Pay between twenty to thirty cents an address because it's going to be worth it. Wow! You want you want accurate information because you will just get so much brain damage if you try to get bulk lists for like two hundred bucks. The information is going to be terrible, and you're going to get nowhere. So the information is absolutely key. the The, the quality of the data is key for sure. Yeah. Good. Good. So what are the what are the lists that you send to them? Lists of what? Oh, that's great. So it's very similar to mailing lists. You know, we we the 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 best lists are um, probate, the tax default, the um, absentee owner list for sure. Uh, we do there. There's a very there's a very um, 
the we call it the turd list. That's why I'm kind of pausing here. Turd. So yeah. we have people drive for dollars, essentially write down the addresses of the worst houses on the street, which we call turds. And then we actually hand dial those and leave specific voicemails for those people because those ones are incredible, especially if you're starting out and you don't have a huge budget. The turd list is absolutely key. And then the hardest list, honestly, Joe, is the owner occupied equity list. You know, because a lot of people that have owned their home for a while, they have a lot of pride in it and they have no interest in selling. So, you know, my, my advice would be if, if there's two buckets to call from, distressed and non-distressed, call as much, fill up your distressed bucket as much as possible with all the probates, the pre-foreclosures, the, the tax defaults, the turds, all those, pro, the, the absentee owners the, or tired landlords, uh, go for those first, for sure. Do you still call the... Um high equity homeowners lists? Yeah, absolutely. We, we've done some incredible deals from it, but it is a, a lot of, a lot more rejection from that, from that uh, list for sure. Okay, good. And, um, so the, you're using Mojo cells. We just did a, uh, webinar a couple weeks ago about Mojo cells. We created a little product about how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody's interested in that, guys, just go to automatedmojo.com, automatedmojo.com. But anyway, the um, you get your, your – I'm just from a technical question I have for you, the leads, you're kind of managing them at the beginning with auto, with Mojo Cells. When it becomes a potential lead, mm-hmm. uh, do you put it into another CRM at that point or do you manage it all the way through in Mojo Cells? We put it through Podio. Yeah, okay. we actually we actually send the the hot sheet to our VA and our VA uploads it to Podio and assigns it to one of our acquisition managers. Okay. There's probably a, a sim- simpler way to do it, but that's that's the way that we've been doing it. You're not using high rise? I'm shaking my head. No. No, not using high rise. <laughs> what? I, that's an inside joke. Oh, um, okay. Got it. <laughs> because I know Tom loves high rise. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know he does. Okay, so um, are you, now you have this team in your office, right? Yeah, you know, my, my uh, prospectors all work from home. We meet a couple times a week or we Skype. Um, we're very big on training because the, the script that we use evolves all the time. Hmm. You know, it's, we're, we, after, you know, making over a million calls, we've got a really, really tight script that we know uh, works. And it, it, it's just little tweaks here and there. It's amazing what we're, what one word, you know, what a difference one word makes when you're talking to people for sure. Can you share some of the script that you use? Is that okay? Yeah, it's very conversational, Joe. I mean, really, the the approach that you want to have is that you want to sound like you're a neighbor, right? You live in the area. You're not some big corporation like, you know, the, the open door that's giving them a call and it's just going to throw an offer at them. So we just call them up and, and we ask them, you know, hi, I'm looking for Joe. And they say, yeah, this is Joe. Who's this? And I just say, hi, I'm Brent. I'm sorry. This call is completely out of the blue. But I was calling about a property that you own on 4040 East Camelback. And they're like, yeah, what about it? Well, I just I'm looking to buy a home in the neighborhood and I wanted to see if you would consider an offer. And then from there, the, the conversation goes. So it's, it's very, very simple. And uh, we just try to be as conversational as possible. Nice. And that's it. That doesn't sound too complicated. It's really not. No, the, 
and 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 there's there's more to the script as you get into it and as you get um their responses right so mm-hmm. it's it's just it, it's experience you want to make sure that that you are comfortable just you know going through the introduction of that you know or or the 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 beginning of that call and and just you know being as fluid as you can with it so that you can actually listen to what they have to say nice real nice and so then what happens if you if you talk to a seller who finds out, yeah, they do want to sell, what do you do with the lead then? Does it go to somebody who schedules an appointment? Yeah. Yeah. So right off the bat, it would be assigned to one of our acquisition managers and they would they would get an, um, get an appointment as soon as possible and then take them through the pre-qualification and make sure that we know, you know, the four things that we're looking for pre-qualifying, which is the condition of the home, the timeline that they're looking to sell it, their motivation. And Joe, you know, the most important, the price. So we look for those four pre-qualifiers and, um, and then, you know, go out on a qualified appointment. Nice. And so you have a, that team that goes out on the appointment is different than the ones that were doing the calls. Yeah. Yeah. The guys doing the calls are just doing the calls. So 20 to 30 cents per address. Now, Mm -hmm. how many, how many phone numbers do you average, you get on average per address? Uh, oh, three, three is the average per, per address. Yeah. And we, we usually, um, get about 10,000 new ones a month and, uh, and go through the list twice, uh, to get through it. You'll, you'll find that the first time through the list, you can talk to a lot of people, but the second time through the list, it drops down. So everybody gets excited on my, in my group and my team when they get a new list because they know that they're going to have a busy fun day. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you're spending, well, it's a lot of money, but it's still a lot less than direct mail would cost. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Joe, here in Phoenix, it costs about 5000 per deal for direct mail, which equates to about one deal per 15,000 mailers, mm-hmm. right? So, Or postcards or whatever. So, I mean, it is significant with, with our process. I mean, if it was just me calling, it's I, I'm, I'm paying for a dialer, which is 150 bucks, and I'm paying for some some phone numbers that would that would last me a long time. So even with all of the all of my guys, I, I have four part time uh, phone prospectors. I've got the dialers. I've got the data. It's less than ten thousand a month, and you know we're making over six figures from it. So it's a it's a it's 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 very very cost effective for sure. Very cool. And then how, how many hours a day does your average prospector spend on the phone? That we have been testing that and testing it. And it seems that three hours a day is the right number, Joe, Really? because yeah, less than that. They don't, you know, you're, you're, they're, they're missing out on some opportunities to have good conversations. More than that, they start getting burned out. You can see the conversations kind of lag a little, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, they're not as excited. So, um, three hour, three hour windows have been the best for us. I see that makes sense. And can I ask you about commissions? What are you paying commissions to your guys? The phone prospectors? Yeah. Uh, they, they're hourly. Oh, they're hourly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not even given. Do you give them a bonus or? No. Mm-mm. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I pay them very well hourly, so I pay them twenty bucks an hour, and they love it. So, yeah, they they, it's it's worked out great. Yeah, I, I tried doing like a little bit of bonus, didn't didn't affect the results. So they're just twenty bucks an hour. Jeez. 
<laughs> and the, most it. of them, so they're spending about three hours on the phone. So they're working part time for you pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of these guys, you know, they're, they're, um, either real estate agents trying to break into the industry and everybody knows the first six months to a year is just brutal. So it helps supplement their traditional business and they want to know more about, you know, wholesaling. I've got a couple guys that were just incredible telemarketers that, that I found, um, on upwork.com and they're from America, but they live overseas, you know, they're expatriates. So, um, those guys work just extremely, extremely consistently. And, um, yeah, it's just training them up, making sure that they're using the script and, and, and not trying to, you know, talk too much to people, um, or when they're on the phone, you know, talk to a lot of people, but just don't, you know, when you get on the phone, just don't get into these long rambling conversations about nothing. So it's good. Very good. All right. So, I wanted to ask you about the do not call list. Sure. What do you do with that? You filter them. Okay. You can you filter do. them out. Yeah. R- really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy. No, I mean, <laughs> of course it's easy, but like, do you have to, you know, cause that's a lot of numbers. Sure. To filter out. Sure. You know, uh, obviously anybody listening can, can talk to a telemarketing attorney. Our telemarketing attorney has defined what we do as not telemarketing because we're not offering a service or product. Mm. Um, but he did say, if you just want to stay, you know, if you don't, if you want to stay completely out of any kind of, uh, me arguing on your behalf because of the do not call list, just don't call them. And so you do filter those numbers out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because that's interesting. I've thought about that. You know, when you've got somebody puts their phone number on Craigslist, right, for a rental property, and you call them, but that phone number is on the do not call list, obviously that's fine, right? Right, right. Do you do, um, is it strictly calling? Do you do any kind of voice blasting or mass texting or like sly broadcasting, things like that? We have experimented with Sly Broadcast over the last couple months. I don't think our processes are, are really defined, so I don't want to go too much into it because I think I'll give bad advice. But we tried out about 40,000 voicemail drops and, and did two deals worth 24000 So it's been okay um, because it's, it's really, really cost-effective. But I'm telling you, if you don't have the systems in place, it is a nightmare because you will be fielding calls. Uh, your, your phones will just melt. It'll mm-hmm. just melt. If you don't space it out right, so it's uh, it's a big undertaking. I think that there's a right way to do it, and uh, we're experimenting with it now. Um, but we, we we find way way more results from um, making the cold calls. Do you ever? Um, how often do you cycle through your numbers? Like you know, it's been a few months. Do you call them again now, or or how do you do that? No, we get ten thousand new addresses, skip trace a month, so we're good. We'll we'll recycle a list once a year, you know, or or after a year. But usually, when you go through them and you've had the conversations with the people that actually answer the phone, and you uh, you pull them out of kind of the general population of of people to call, then um, it's it's not that great of a list. So, I mean, we've got a we've got a million homes here in Phoenix. We got plenty of people to talk to. Have you ever done this in another market outside of um, Phoenix? No, but you know, helping some other um, 
investors and wholesale it's not even it's not even like a wholesaling thing it is but really this this you know reaching out to people works for everybody i i have guys that that all they want to do is call fourplexes and, and triplexes and multifamily you know i've got some people around the country that just want to do fix and flips and just do one month so they're calling on specific people so it, it it's um you know the throughout the country people have been doing it i haven't okay mm-hmm. very cool Brent, you do some coaching now, right? Do you have – talk about that. I mean, you've been working with Tom now, working with some of his students. And I should say this, too. Uh, in the tribe, I don't know of any other coaching program except mine, of course. But, like, that has as much success stories, as many success stories as the tribe does. Now, can you talk a little bit about your, your relationship with them and, and kind of what's going on with you there? Yeah, absolutely. So I – I was doing wholesaling in 2015. I did about uh, 250,000 in assignment fees, and then in 2016, I I found Tom through his podcast, uh, reached out, joined the tribe in 2016, and um, the business went to 730,000. And then, obviously, the past year has been over a million. And really, it is just an incredible group of people. It's first of all, if if you don't know how to wholesale, you need to get into it because it's 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 just a step by step easy instructions. But it's um, for the big biggest part, honestly, Joe, is the community. It truly is. We call it the Rhino tribe. It truly is a tribe. And I think you know that, but it is incredible people doing incredible business and it's just surrounding yourself with people that are doing more. So this year, Tom approached me and asked me to put together a TTP program for not only the the tribe, but for anybody else that would be interested. So we are actively putting that together. It should be done in about a month. And I am coaching just general wholesaling with him. So it's, it's been just a blessing and, and really, really cool. And, you know, I get to talk to people like you. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Very cool. How can people get a hold of you, Brent, or how can they get more information about the tribe? Yeah, uh, wholesalinginc.com backslash Brent, B-R-E-N-T. That's, you can go right on there. Um, you can also get me at Brent at wholesalinginc.com. But if, if anybody wants the general information, it's at wholesalinginc.com. Wholesalinginc.com slash Brent. Yep. Yes. Cool. Well, maybe the link isn't working yet, or I spelt it wrong. <laughs> B-R-E-N-T? Yeah. Yeah, I got an error 404 <laughs> message. Sweet. Well, well, with this podcast, we'll, we'll get be, that figured out. <laughs> well, it'll be a little while, a, a few weeks, a couple weeks before we release this. <laughs> but anyway, okay, uh, good. It'll be there. Wholesalinginc.com slash Brent. And um, cool, Brent. What what as we end up this as we end this call here? What advice would you give to uh, people listening to this who want to do more deals, like the idea of? you know, maybe doing some of these calls, but are terrified by it. The biggest advice I would get is the, you are one, literally it is one, you're one conversation away from 10,000, 20,000, 40,000. You know, my advice would be have as many conversations as you need to be comfortable talking to people every single day. Because you will get – it is a muscle that you will build up and you will get better at it and you will be more comfortable with it. And I'm telling you, when you're talking to strangers, when you're talking to 20, 30 strangers a day, 
every other conversation throughout your life gets better. All of a sudden, you feel comfortable in any situation. You feel comfortable at networking events or RIA events or, you know, talking to real estate agents or other investors or just girls. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know what, <laughs> what your strategy is, but, you know, it's um, it's just a lot better. So so my, my advice would be get as many conversations under your belt as possible and you, the, the fear will um, will just evaporate. I like that. That is the fastest way to money is through yep. the phone. And um, sales is the million-dollar skill. And it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's super easy. You have some – I'm assuming you guys have some really good sales training in the tribe. I know you do, actually. But um, you guys teach people how to talk to sellers, what to say to them, how to negotiate, things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be coming out with a TTP-specific program here in the next month. TTP, that's what you're going to call it? <laughs> Talk to people. I mean, it's pretty simple. I think we'll call this podcast. We'll give it that title. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Brent, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Guys, if you want to reach out to Brent, you can email him at brent at wholesalinginc.com or go to his page at wholesalinginc.com slash Brent. And um, cool. Check it out, guys. I, I'm excited about this. I think this is one of the uh, best podcasts we've done in a long, long time because this will help a lot of people. I know it will. Thank you, Brent. Thank you so much, Joe. All right. Take care. 